0: You've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, and how payday can come every day by entering their contests with huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week is jam-packed with action ranging from basketball to hockey, and DraftKings has plenty of ways for you to have a front seat to all of the action. Making a lineup on DraftKings adds excitement to every night and is simple to do. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its users across all sports. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, so there is no better place to get in on all of the action. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using code THPN. New users will get free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, to get a free entry with your first deposit, only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And now, on with the show.
1: Ducks fans, welcome to another episode of the Quack Report with Carter and Nate. We are here to talk Ducks hockey and everything else we
0: can until the end of the season. How are you doing today, Nate? There's a Ducks game on tonight. I'm kind of skeptical about it. Yeah, I'm a little tired. I, I stayed out pretty late last night, not gonna lie.
1: Yeah. That's why. Well, really about we, it. I know we, I know we <laughs> played NHL until about, what
0: was it, 2.30? Yeah, 2.30. Yeah. I guess I went to bed at around 3. So, I mean, it hasn't that's, been the latest I've been up lately, but. Yeah, it's uh, still
1: pretty late. People that, like, yeah. have to get up and and go, be at work by 8, so they have to get up at, like, 6 or whatever are probably rolling right now. No, yeah, oh, exactly. Well, fuck? I mean, I,
0: I, I guess when, you know, you're finished school, don't have a job yet, you're able to sleep in until 11 o'clock. That's a normal day, right? Because if you were to, say, put my wake up to 8 o'clock, if I stayed up the same amount of time, I'd be going to bed around midnight. So, yeah, makes sense. It's yeah. just my my time is just a little shifted right now. So <laughs> yeah, it happens. <laughs> Whatever. But, yeah, we we have been playing a lot of late night shell, but for the most part, it's been fun. At least the last few nights as well. We've uh, our team's been on a bit of a roll. It's been nice.
1: Yeah, last it's night nice we we're to actually
0: have a club win for once that we follow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no shit. Hey. Yeah, we were undefeated until our our very last um, game. Which wasn't why we quit, but we were. We made it to the finals in a threes eliminator tournament, and that mm-hmm. was. We lost that one quite awfully. Might add, I yeah, think it was
0: we, eight. Yeah, nothing. we went, <laughs> Yeah, we went, or seven nothing. Yeah, and it only goes up to seven. Um. Yeah, yeah but we played four three v three games last night, and went four and zero in those. And uh not too bad. it's always yeah. <laughs> fun when that happens. <laughs> and uh from the uh the GM captain myself uh putting up 31 points in four games. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. That, yeah, that first game I had what a hat trick and seven assists. I was the more the playmaker in that game, which yeah, I'm which I'm isn't... more the I'm more the finisher, but it was good. I had been working on my passing a little bit earlier before everybody hopped on and um just, like, playing on Pro-Am and that sort of thing. Just trying to set mm. up guys and everything like that. And then, yeah. yeah, then what I had... I think I had a hat trick in, in at least every game. But and the other one went the other way. I had, like, I had six straight goals before one of our guys put it in on a penalty shot. they <laughs> we yeah. just like, no, oh, you broke my streak, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was funny, though, because then I, like... After all those goals, then I was able to set up everybody else because all three players would converge on me. And then I just passed yeah. it off to somebody. <laughs> like somebody were, was open. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it was just open. You guys would just walk in and score. It was great. Yeah, it's good times. It also times helped for sure. that we played the same team for three of those four games that we just kept getting mashed with them. And we were like, okay, we'll continue to play it, but yeah. like ready for them to back out, especially after the second game, because like we smoked them again. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't close games really by any means. <laughs> uh, the first
1: one was not. The first one was pretty close. I'll give them I'll give him yeah. that. Yeah. Well, what was uh, the final
0: though? I think for that one, like ten seven something like that. Uh,
1: maybe. Yeah, it was yeah. somewhere in there. Like it was still high scoring, but yeah, it, it, it's it's like pretty close in terms of online, especially when you kind of give up in the last couple minutes. And yeah, a couple at least games.
0: for that first game. Okay, I'll say that first game was close. The other two were not close whatsoever, though. No, no. There I was, was surprised. I was the surprised second one I remember was twelve to two. Even. Yeah, that I was surprised was, that they played bad. that third game even. And, I mean, uh, there wasn't
1: really anyone else online, so if you want to play yeah. a game, that's really your only option at 2.30 yeah, so. in the morning.
0: <laughs> I'm not normally the one to send messages or that sort of thing, and I wasn't trying to be a dick necessarily about oh, it. Bullshit. But I, <laughs> I wasn't, <laughs> but I did message one of the guys on the team and I said, thanks for the three wins. <laughs> <laughs> did you get a response to that?
1: I never got a response. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm so toxic sometimes.
0: <laughs> I'm not trying. To, I'm not. I Britney Spears wrote a whole talked. song about you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brittany. No, and, and I, yeah, I don't normally do that or whatever, but it was more like that. the fact that they, like, they, they easily could have just backed out, right? And mm-hmm. not played us, gone to play threes or something else as well, right? Or tried to get a match with another team, but they just kept going for us. And so I was just like, okay, well, th- thanks for the, thanks for the wins because. Like, our record was horrible for the first little while. Mm-hmm. Our team kind of has figured it out, right? And what we're, I think, like, to show you how bad we are, like, we're now 10 games away from being 500.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I think our record now is, I think it's 41 and 50. Yeah, forty-one fifty and two, I think. And three. I, it's, I, I know it's three. three. Yeah, 41, 50 yeah. and three, Yeah. So and like and we we're, we're just starting to make it close now. I think at one point we were like 625 and 2 or some shit. Yeah, or some, it was rough. Some, <laughs> somewhere in there. Like it was it was beyond buffalo bad.
0: It was rough. Uh speaking of other teams though really quickly and I know we won't get a whole lot into it because nobody cares about this especially, but I just want to point out that we keep talking about, you know, uh like Bob Murray might not have his job for very long or that sort of thing. I'd like to proposition with you, Carter, and to the Anaheim Ducks, a co-GM position within okay. the organization here. Because I think you and I could set up a pretty good team, considering our fantasy going on right now.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah.
0: Both of us made the final or both of us made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I managed to in the last week squeak into that first spot. Yeah. And yeah, I guess our, our playoffs is only the top four teams. Um four of so you ten, got that yeah. last spot, but you were holding second and third for most of the season there. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
1: my team dropped off a cliff in the last few weeks. <laughs> I'd already clinched, but it it I don't know what happened. I just like yeah. lost to fucking everybody. So
0: <laughs> So I would like the proposition. I don't know I know it's you know different, but it's you know, you have to have an idea of what's going on to mm-hmm. do well in fantasy hockey as well. Yeah. So I'd course. like the proposition. Oops. Nate Thomas and Carter Potts, co GMs of the Anaheim Ducks. I I could I could get behind that. You get behind that? I could, yeah. Let's see if anybody else can. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that's the not. question.
1: <laughs> but uh, like uh, like with everything on here, we have to make it official with do it a hashtag.
0: Potts Thomas for GM. There you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I guess. Let's do it. I I oops I just deleted. it. I was gonna add an S at the end for GMs but I accidentally ah. hit delete instead of edit. So there goes that. Ah, well, works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care enough to make a, another hashtag for it. so
0: That's fine. That's all good. I think we're okay.
1: <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. Um. Anything else exciting happen over the last couple of days, or are you, you just ready to get into the, uh, the meat of
0: the episode? I'm just ready to get into the meat of it. Let's go. All righty.
1: <laughs> okay, so... Uh, game 1 against the LA Kings 4 nothing or sorry 4-1 loss I forgot we did get a goal there um, yeah I, was, I honestly don't even want to talk about it there is a few things I guess to talk about but like <laughs> I,
0: feel, I feel like that's every episode now do we have to talk about this
1: yeah <laughs> um it, honestly like if you just look at the score 4-1 you think it's a bad game it was honestly pretty good it was 2-1 um up until yeah, a nets. couple empty nets so it, it was actually yeah. a pretty close game um just not super exciting. I'm hoping that the other ones get a little bit more emotional. That's when uh, this rivalry really um gets me interested. but right now it's mm-hmm. it's not the most interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we are recording this at four yeah four fifteen uh Pacific time. so we're recording this before the second game, so you'll hear about that on Sunday. um I guess I it'll really it be all three games at that point. <laughs> like yeah the last three you'll hear about it. so um I mean hopefully something's Change a little bit, but I don't really see a whole lot of change happening. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm okay. Honestly, it it sounds bad, but I'm okay just to lose these (laughs) because
1: just current boost our chances of the first overall pick.
0: Well, honestly, though, because right now, um, as of yeah Wednesday, April twenty eighth at four fifteen Pacific, the Anaheim Ducks are sitting in thirtieth spot. 49 games played with 35 points. The Buffalo Sabres have played 50 games, so one more, and have 33 points. Just two points back on Anaheim. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if that's, that's, you know, the Buffalo Sabres improving or the Ducks just sucking that much more. I actually don't know which way it
1: is. I I think it's a little bit of both because I know the Ducks are on a five-game losing streak, and I know the Sabres, since they're 19... game losing streak have have actually had a winning record so
0: you mean since they traded Taylor Hall
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's weird how that just follows that guy around but he's doing okay in Boston right now
1: yeah yeah I don't know what it is man but uh, I actually I'm don't no know idea. if Buffalo has a winning record since their 19 game losing streak I totally made that up but I know they've been doing <laughs> pretty well um, uh,
0: right now Buffalo is in a two game losing streak. Uh, their last 10, they are 4, 5, and 1 compared to Anaheim's 3, 7, and 0.
1: Okay. Yeah, since that big losing streak, because they ended it against... Oh, yeah, the Rangers with a 3-2 win. So 1, 2... Um, Hold on. Let's redo this. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12... Um, 13, 14. So, in the, they've played 14 games since their losing streak and they've won six of them. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm a big old liar, big fat liar there.
0: I six, hope the audience really enjoyed eight. hearing Carter count yeah. just in general. <laughs> I, I feel like we need to have, because it was a, like Patrick Kane for his thousand points counted to a thousand. And it was like a way to help people sleep, like is one of those things. <laughs> I think, I think we need Carter counting to a thousand. Yep.
1: Yeah, that'll be that'll be an off-season episode. Just no context, no intro music. I'll just start counting. One,
0: two, three, four. (laughs) Every once in a while I'll just scream a number. Yeah. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. (laughs) (laughs) Just to make sure you stay awake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, but eventually you'll fall asleep even to the screams and you'll be okay. Anything will put you to sleep at that point.
1: Oh, man. I, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I think we're already in off-season mode.
0: <laughs> yeah, we really
1: are. <laughs> you, can, you can tell. Um, What's a
0: normal off-season going to look like? Because I guess this is the first normal off-season we'll have.
1: Yeah, hopefully it's more exciting than the last one.
0: Yeah, I hope so too. Because at,
1: at least, hopefully we'll have a little bit of news, a couple move, moves or, or trades or whatever to mm. talk about. We'll have the expansion draft.
0: Yeah, kind so, of a steady schedule is actually on the way compared to last summer when we didn't know when things were going to be happening because everything mm-hmm. was changing, obviously, with just the world situation and everything like that. So yeah, it'll be interesting actually in I mean, have you heard even from our bosses, like what we're supposed to do once the regular season ends or anything like that? I'm not sure. Uh, no. I guess you're you're more in tune on that stuff for us. With yeah. That, but. I
1: don't know. We're going to keep doing episodes. We're going to yeah. keep not doing episodes sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anything can happen. It's a wild yep. ride. It's um, a
0: wild ride.
1: But yeah, I guess let's get back to the the game here. So, um I don't even know where we got... Oh, yeah, because we were talking about us being bad, wanting to lose, yeah. not being as bad as Buffalo.
0: That's right. Okay. I will say, though, out of this game, one of the main things that I saw that was not bad, those LA Kings reverse retros. Not going to lie, I really like those. Oh, dude, they look so nice. They I really wish so we nice. would have wore our
1: reverse retros in one game against them. So oh, it would have been so like great. a big 90s throwback. Oh, man. Yeah. I guess, no, they wore those jerseys before the 90s, right?
0: Yeah, that that was a combination of the '80s and the original '60s jerseys. Oh yeah, that was even closer. Cool. So, yeah, the '90s was the
1: was when they went to the black and silver. Yeah.
0: Um, or no, it was the the '80s. They went to that, but then they kept that throughout the '90s. Then they reintroduced okay. purple as like the purple and black ones that they kept for quite a while until bringing. Oh, yes, that's what I'm thinking. Full time yeah. black and okay. silver.
1: So. Either way, the, it would be an awesome throwback.
0: Oh yeah, it would. And well, I mean any any of these games would have been great to do a reverse retro pairing against, right? Like San yeah. Jose, LA, uh, even Vegas, right. To have those red jerseys uh, against us. The only one we couldn't do, I don't think in our division would have been Minnesota and mm-hmm. Colorado because they have white uh, base jerseys also. Yeah. But yeah, like everyone it else nice do it. could have done that. Yeah, exactly. It would have been nice to, and just to have that Jersey for more games would have been really nice because we wore that jersey less than the original was worn by a single game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like That's it. But you could see that fans really... Like obviously, it was a polarizing jersey to start with, and I feel like it still is for sure. Like there's oh, some yeah, people definitely. that absolutely hate it. I know I was a person like before we actually saw the jersey come out. Mm-hmm. I was somebody who was like, I don't want to see the Wild Ring return. It's an ugly jersey and that sort of thing. For whatever reason, though, this white version just works a lot better, I think. And that's why I was so much more drawn to it. And I'm normally a guy who, like, for my collection, will get the colored jerseys, right? But this one just really worked for me for some reason. Yeah. Um. But, and I mean, what else do you really go back to otherwise besides that alternate set, I guess, that we had during the 90s also? Um.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think outside out of, of
0: like the 2000, or what was it the 2003 throwback? I think with the uh, like the black jersey with the script writing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of the one you have to go back to because mm-hmm. with the 25th anniversary jersey, like we've kind of already gone back to that A little reverse bit. theme jersey. Um, so like it's, it would be kind of weird to just do that over again I think they wanted something totally totally new so
0: I still sense. think they could have gone back to that original jersey and done an orange based one that's true yeah they could have done that that, that too. could have been something that could have been something yeah so. it's
1: I think it's still just too similar to the current alternate jersey
0: yeah right which we are wearing tonight which is that's a, that's another nice jersey I mean that's the one that I have here mm-hmm. um the striping's a little bit out there but it still works I like it yeah so
1: yeah, it's like a modern, yeah. organized version. I yeah. would
0: personally just much rather the copper get replaced with silver. Uh-huh. I think that would look nicer. but... yeah, okay, back to the game for I, real. So, yeah, time. sorry, sorry. <laughs> to, to go back to where we originally started with that, though, we need the rever- we need the reverse retro jerseys, or we needed it more. I think for sure. Yeah. So it was just a. It was kind of it felt kind of like a mistake on the marketing department's aspect yeah. or perspective. So. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say. It was. I do. I get we, it. We needed to wear it more.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um. But yeah. You. Uh. You had a couple notes here about the games. Uh. Or game singular. I guess. Um. About it being better defensively, which I. I definitely agree with. I thought. Um. we were a lot tighter. There was obviously still mistakes. Um. But we were. I mean, we were down a man with Wolinsky going out early with a. Mm-hmm. Um. Some sort of lower body injury, and then. You know, we just have a, a generally young defense, so you're gonna see those mistakes but I I thought it was still fine like there wasn't any glaring glaringly bad ones just a couple small kind of rookie mistakes I guess
0: yeah nothing too too bad as far as I can see we did give up again chances in the slot Uh, Mm -hmm. two of the goals for LA were scored in those slot positions as well Uh, taking a look at just like the the shot maps from hockeyviz.com again and, yeah, they, they got quite a few chances in the slot there. We had more compared to that Vegas game, but, man, the amount that we missed is bad, man. Like, to paraphrase Ray Ferraro, that net's been in the same spot for over 100 years. <laughs> it hasn't moved. Why are you missing it from that close in, man? Come on.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's It blows my mind the amount of missed opportunities we have. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, that should go in, and then it doesn't. It's, it's pretty insane, honestly.
0: Yeah, like our only goal came from a blast from uh, Jamie Drysdale at the point.
1: Yeah, which so. I'm looking forward to more of that. That's for sure.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got a gonna, got a little bit of a. Yeah, I got a glare. Streak. Yeah, <laughs> notice that. <laughs>
1: I think it's, it's got to just be the angle that it's coming in.
0: It's just the sun, but I have my blinds closed. There's nothing I can do about this right now. <laughs> oh, you no. You just got to deal with it, I guess. Oh, God, that made it worse. Oh, there <laughs> oh, we go.
1: Yeah. You're, you're going uh, for the, uh, the old lens flare, yeah, your cinematographer yeah. you cinematographer, <laughs> you.
0: Oh, no, it's already coming back in the new. <laughs> God damn it.
1: <laughs> you just got to own it.
0: Yeah, I just have to own it at this point. Someone get JJ Abrams off the stream, please. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I told Dylan and Isha we didn't want to hire him as a director, but here we go.
0: <laughs> here we are. He told me to set it here, and I'm just not feeling... Like, how... It's already that much. Jesus Christ.
1: I guess this is why we don't record in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, not normally. I guess it's early evening. Yeah, it's 5.30 here. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Mountain time, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um... Yeah. Do you, do you really yeah, have we any?
0: Have to, we have to make up. We have to just go with it. You've got to deal with it. Yeah. You're
1: just gonna look uh, real fancy for the rest yeah. of the episode. I just,
0: just looking good, looking pure. <laughs> far, far from. But I'm, I'm looking it right now.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think <laughs> you can fun. swear right now. I think there's some holy, holy stuff going on. Yeah, we got to keep it clean I, until that disappears.
0: <laughs> I don't even know where it's exactly. Come. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, right there. There. <laughs> Perfect. The only thing is that i was I'm covering my ring light a bit. <laughs> 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 it's just got to be.
1: <laughs> oh, well, we'll just deal with it. Oh. Um, do you have anything else to add about the game here? I mean, there's, there's not really a whole lot to talk about.
0: Yeah, not really. Like you said, there wasn't a whole lot of emotion really from either side. So, yeah, it kind of made the game feel lackluster in a sense. Um, hopefully these next few build it up a little bit more. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, Stupidly, it's understandable why we don't have any emotion because as of tonight, I guess by the time everybody's listening to this, uh, tomorrow, Thursday, uh, the Anaheim Ducks would could be co- like officially eliminated from contention, yeah, for the most
1: likely. Yeah, I mean, the, the conditions are either we lose tonight, which am putting my money on that one, um, St. <laughs> Louis beats go Minnesota, to draftkings.
0: go to draftkings.com to uh, you know, put your money down on that one, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> With promo code THPN, of course. There you go. Um, yeah, St. Louis uh, has to, or if they beat Minnesota, or if Arizona wins, I forget who they're playing tonight.
0: Arizona say is it's San Jose. Yes, they are playing San Jose at seven thirty Pacific.
1: Okay. Yeah. So if any of those three happen, we lose. St. Louis wins, or Arizona wins, it's we're we're officially done. Um, yeah.
0: Knowing how the rest of the season has been going, we're gonna hit all three. It's just to be oh, sure. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Arizona will win. St. Louis will win, and we will lose.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, there, it's understandable why there's not really any emotion here. Like it's, yeah, it's pretty obvious that we're not Which making the playoffs. sucks, so. but yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, LA is not doing much better. Like they're ahead of us. They still have a bit of a shot, but it's uh, again, like there's gonna be a point where it's pretty much guaranteed that they're not making the playoffs.
0: Yeah, L.A. is still in it. They're only six points back from St. Louis in that fourth spot right now um, with the same amount of games played, actually. Of yeah, the four yeah teams so it's still that are possible. Really, yeah. yeah, of the four teams that are really still in contention for that fourth spot, L.A. and St. Louis have played the least, actually. San Jose's oh, okay. played 48 and Arizona's played 49. St. Louis and L.A. have both played 46. Huh, so okay. I'd say they're almost the front runners right now, actually, for that spot.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, anything's possible. I guess Mm -hmm. it's not. I I would put my money on St. Louis or Arizona, of course. But
0: Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been a really interesting year, and especially just like when teams have clinched. I guess right because like, what Vegas, Colorado, I think Minnesota had all clinched spots before any other division had a clinch. Yeah, or somebody clinched after Vegas, Colorado, and then it was Minnesota. But like, I think it was all three first. Okay. Yeah, the West was clinched pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. The North Division still does not have a clinch, but I think it can happen tonight with Toronto.
1: I think Um, so, yeah. They
0: can clinch that top spot. Or not the top spot, but um, Mm -hmm. clinch at least the playoff berth. Uh, Nobody from the Mass Mutual East Division yet. Um, That division has been pretty tight tight. and will go till the last day, I'm sure. Yeah, and uh, in the central division though, you have Carolina, Florida, and Tampa Bay have all clinched already, and it's just that last spot up for grabs, which that's also going to be another tight race here, because um, even in that last spot, uh, Columbus at forty-two points. Oh, okay, no, maybe not them so much. No, <laughs> um, no, definitely not. Yeah, no, sorry. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I, I took a look at the numbers now, but yeah, I would say Detroit and Columbus are out of it, but Chicago, Dallas, and Nashville. Still have a chance. Nashville's sitting in that spot right now, 51 games played, 46 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dallas and Chicago both with 49 games played. Chicago with 49 points, Dallas with 54. So it's that one could be a tight race also for the end.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. That'll be an interesting one to watch. Um, just leading up to the playoffs and in the playoffs. I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, exactly. that division. So
0: that'll be a yeah, that'll be a fun division to watch, actually. Yeah, the, yeah, definitely. I feel like the the East Division is just what it normally is, I think. There wasn't a crazy amount of change in that division from normal. So it's just kind of everywhere else that's a little bit more interesting lately. Yeah. But especially that Central Division. So,
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the season, I guess we'll probably talk about
0: the the whole playoff picture. uh, We'll have to compare it to our our start of the year predictions as well. See how close we were and how far (laughs) we were. I know I some of them some of them
1: were pretty good, right? some of them were way off on, so it'll be it'll be interesting. I think
0: That's we've both said that Buffalo is gonna be a lot better this year if they they were either gonna make the playoffs just or just miss yeah, and yeah rough. look at us go. <laughs> I mean we also said the thing for uh for Anaheim as well, so yeah, but
1: yeah, um, how are we doing for time? um let's uh. Let's do a quick break and then get everything else out of the way on on the other side. How does that sound to you? Sounds good. Alrighty.
0: When it comes to locker room pranks, because if I there's one thing I know about junior hockey is that it's full <laughs> of locker room pranks. Has anyone pulled a good one on you? <sighs> um, I don't think so. I like to. I've been trying to get some guys this year like <laughs> the other day we or actually last night we had a, a basketball game at the at the rink mm-hmm. just, just the boys and we actually me and one of the other guys we convinced him that we we're all wearing suits to the basketball game so it was just <laughs> Uh, that's just, evil yeah so he, <laughs> he showed up in a in a full suit and everybody got a pretty good kick out of that so
1: yes sir i'm a blues fan yes sir i'm a blues fan Heartbreaks all my new man that team from old saint lou man got a cup in here 52 man give me a let's go blues And as always, you can check those guys out at Blue Notes Pod uh, on pretty much any social media platform there. And wherever you listen to our podcast, you can listen
0: mm. to theirs. So, All right, I got a quick question for you. We'll answer this one together this time. Okay. Uh, while we were on break, uh, I got a notification tweet that the Anaheim Ducks had posted. And they had asked a question, you're about to make your NHL debut. What jersey number do you ask for and why? So what's your number, Carter? Um, I, I always wore nine. Well, not
1: always, but that was kind of the number I had picked for my last couple of years of minor hockey. Um, and that's, it's what I usually pick. So I guess nine,
0: nine. All right. Um, I mean, I always wore number one or number 30 growing up and I don't think either of those numbers are retired. If I can remember correctly for the ducks. Mm -hmm. So eh, I'll keep number 30. That's a pretty, actually, no, I'll go number one. Yeah. Okay. That's a standard goalie number. Uh, yeah, so I'm just I'm I'm typing our answer here for us to reply. But I also quickly grabbed a clip from uh, from Goon, hmm. and uh, when he's asked uh, for the for the arrows, what number do you want? And his buddies in the stands, pick number sixty <laughs> nine. So I'm just letting you know. No, now I responded with that clip. Nice. <laughs> but then put our actual numbers below it. Solid, solid. Was it specifically <laughs> for the Ducks? Uh, Yeah, like, or well, maybe not specifically for the Ducks, but yeah, just in general. So. Oh, okay,
1: yeah, that's, that's how I kind of took it, so.
0: Yeah, it was just in general, but it was the Ducks asking the question, so. I see, yeah. So,
1: I mean, hopefully I don't get shit on for asking for number nine with the Ducks, but I mean in general <laughs> <laughs> with number nine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess with the Ducks, you aren't able to wear that number. That's uh, retired for Mr. Korea. Yeah, exactly. So but all right. Yeah, sorry. I just wanted to to ask that while I while I had you here.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um all right. So we got a couple extra or a couple other things, not extra. A couple other things to get through. Um let's uh let's start with this one since we kind of already dipped into the news uh news bit here. So the reverse retro jersey, this is something that uh someone in somebody pointed out on Reddit. Uh, I don't on the r slash Anaheim Ducks one uh, user uh, camshaft92. Um, I don't know if you saw this already, Nate, but uh, did you notice the inconsistency with the reverse retros for the both times that the
0: Ducks uh, wore them this season? I know there's an inconsistency between the retail and what they wore. But do, you know, do you know what that is? Like between the retail and the... And what like between what they the
1: re- retail and what they wore, yeah, uh,
0: it was the lettering actually because the like the nameplate, yeah, the nameplate yeah. was it was I think originally arched, but mm-hmm. for retail they had to make them straight across.
1: Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's the same thing. But they did actually change it in the second game. Um, there's a, a screen grab here, um, which I will try and hold up nice and close. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, yeah. So they they did straighten it out themselves as well. Yeah, and that was for the second game. So, but yeah, it's. Um, I think it's mostly because of those inconsistencies between the retail and what they wore. So,
0: yeah, that's interesting. Hmm, all right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just wondered if you'd picked up on that, but I,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I guess you kind of had already, just not between the two games. So, yeah, it
0: wasn't between the two games, but I knew that for the yeah for the retail and what they were wearing. So, yeah, no, I saw that on Reddit and they... wanted
1: to have a have one up on you be ahead of you on in, yeah. in the jersey game so
0: <laughs> yeah there's not too many teams that have changed their jerseys or aspects of their jerseys midway through a season like i know mm-hmm. i know the pittsburgh penguins did a complete uniform change going to like the now iconic black and gold from the blue and white that they had before they did that mid-season it was in like january or something like that oh weird um and I think the Flames did something similar to like the nameplate type thing. They originally had black writing on their red jerseys with the black C from like 2004. Okay. Um, but that only lasted, I think, a few games and then it, they changed it to white writing. Mm. Uh, but the numbers stayed black. Um, but that's really the only times I can think of changes midway through a season to a uniform like that.
1: So. Yeah, I guess it, it probably wouldn't happen very often. So. mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I thought that was kind
0: of interesting for yeah, Jersey sure nuts
1: sure. out there. But yeah, um, yeah last thing uh, I guess was on the clock, which um, which you had come up with this week, and you'd made a post about it. So I'll let you take this away.
0: Yeah, so it sounds like Patrick Waugh is uh, exploring and uh, returned to the NHL in a uh, head coaching position once again. Um, he coached for three years with the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, took him to the Stanley Cup playoffs in one of those years. The other one was one of the worst seasons in Colorado oh. Avalanche history. Um, and that was during a weird time as well. Like, I think that was like early in the Matt Duchesne stuff and everything like that, too. It was, yeah, it was a little mm. bit odd. Um, but I mean, as Ducks fans, I think the thing that we'll most remember from his time in Colorado was that uh, season opener, the 6 uh, 1 loss that we had to the Avalanche and Patrick Waugh and Bruce Boudreaux getting into it and uh, Patrick Waugh. You know, knocking over the stanchion that separated the two uh, mm-hmm. the two benches. so yeah. um, but yeah, so I just I retweeted this from uh, the pro shop at Coho Hockey. Uh, I don't know if they actually have any affiliation to what was Coho, actually, or if they just were able to grab the name and that sort of mm-hmm. thing, but they popped up quite a few times here, at least on the on the feed. So, yeah, I retweeted. You know, just this possibility. They they were asking, like, where do you want to see him end up? So I retweeted it on the Quack Report saying, do you want to try him in Anaheim? Like, to the to our fans, right? Yes or no? And to sound off in uh, in the replies as well. So um, we can do our 30 seconds, and then I can read through some of these comments. Or do you want me to read through the comments first? Um, We can do our 30 seconds first, if you want. Okay, sounds good. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. All right, let me get a clock up here. Sounds good. All right, timer. No, not six minutes. We want 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: think I could go that much about Patrick Wah, but Patrick <laughs> But All right, are you ready? Yep. Set, go. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind him. I think he was a, well, obviously he was a good player, good coach um, too. Um, in terms of goalie coaching though, I don't think we need a goalie coach, So, but obviously he would be a head coach. So I don't know. I think we, we might need a bit of a, a different perspective rather than, uh, from that of a goalie. And I think there's better coaches out there, um, such as maybe Gerard Galland, um, or who could uh, achieve the same thing, maybe, as a hard
0: coach like Patrick Waugh. Right on time. That a buy. Yeah. All right. Tell me when to go. Okay. Ready? Go. I would like to see him potentially in Anaheim. I mean, I'd like to see... Almost anybody at this point. I just don't think Dallas Eakins is the guy to do it. I understand that they brought him in for the young guys and that sort of thing, but it worked out better, I think, in the AHL than it does in the NHL. At this point, they're supposed to be, you know, professionals and to be playing at this level. Um, so I see just Patrick Watt as an upgrade, whether it be a small upgrade or a big one. So I'll I take a chance on it. Sure, if that's the only guy you can get.
1: Okay. Nice timing as well. <laughs> Um yeah, what what do the other fans think? Uh, I-, I briefly followed the thread and saw <clears throat> a-, a couple
0: no's in there, so I know there is some disagreement. Yeah, it was it was kind of a honestly like a mix. So I feel like it might be good to maybe follow it up with a uh like a poll for like a, a yes or a no at this point. Mm-hmm. Um we had uh Nicholas Harris here, um, who had said I'd give him two years if he shows that he's improved and the team improves as well then keep him but otherwise give him the axe. So yeah give him a 2 year contract which yeah it's that sounds sure, good. that sounds fine to me right. Yeah. Um Josh Grit at Dodger 1214 uh similar to what I was saying I think can't be worse than what we've got right now. He might light a fire mm-hmm. under them. I uh, thought he did reasonably well with a very young Avalanche team. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, we also have uh, Josh Blumel. I hope I said that right. At Cal Kenobi eighty-three, who says yes, he's a disciplinarian, also has NHL coaching experience. Uh, I wouldn't mind Wah. He's an upgrade over Eakins. So that's that's what I'm getting as the kind of the consensus. Just it's an upgrade, whether it's you know. Whether it works for us or not, it's an upgrade
1: I mean, at least. It's maybe not the coach that's going to take you all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals, but it's but it's, it's a, a coach that'll get, a get a you further. It's a
0: stepping stone almost, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had Marcus F. Sites saying just give him a shot. Um, we also had Brandon Barry here at 17, Barry Brandon saying no. I didn't like him in his last few years. He's better than Ekins, but not by much. And that was kind of, again, my mm-hmm. thing of saying like it might not be a huge upgrade, but it's at yeah. least an upgrade. Mm-hmm. So, like, upgrading from the iPhone 10 to the iPhone 11, or I guess the X mm-hmm. to the 11, right? Yeah, It wasn't such a huge jump, but it was enough of a jump that it made it kind of worth it, mm-hmm. in a way, but there you go, appealing to the younger generation. I like it. There you go. <laughs> uh, at UA Matt uh, said pass I want to improve on Ekins. Um, we have uh, Christopher Malone at Buffalo 1188 just all caps. Yes. Uh, Chris Chapman at Chap Daddy 76 saying anyone is better than what we have now. Uh cnp at somewhere in pain (laughs) just said pass um oh man yeah maybe he does have a little bit of pain he's uh anaheim ducks fan angels fan rams fan and fc barcelona yeah there's there's a bit of pain there i'm sorry for you (laughs) uh at Ginge Ganader, uh duncan says uh he has the who is um oh why am i forgetting his name right now but he was the uh, the producer judge on American Idol. Um, why am I forgetting his name right now? I, I didn't really watch, so
1: I, I can't even help you.
0: Yeah, uh, but it's just like the gif of uh, yeah. That's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> do
1: you have the Do you have the gif up? Let's see. Yeah, I have the I gif might up recognize here. Recognize the face. Got it. Oh yeah. Oh god. Well, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Name? I got to look it up. I I'm, I know I'm going to as soon as I see his name, I'm going to um, see. This is where it would have been nice to have a live stream.
0: And just, Hey, people, who is this again? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> well, I guess we have the Internet, right? So, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, we also had at hits NHL uh, just saying, nope, bad coach, awful person. Randy Jackson. Randy Jackson. Right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at Captain Duck 2309 saying, yes, I wouldn't mind him at all. Uh, our friend duchies saying just, nah. Uh, John Arlotti at John underscore Arlotti, uh, saying no. Uh, I asked, like, just curious as to why for a few of these that were just like no's. Mm-hmm. Um. So John had said I get really bad torts vibes from him. He'd be a good coach or a GM, but his attitude would drive away players similar to how torts has done the same in Columbus. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I can see that. Uh at uh Django X Fett. Or is that I guess just Django Fett. Uh, got it um saying no I don't think he's a good fit for Anaheim honestly but I guess I could be wrong truthfully anything might be better than Eakins at that at this point and that like that is the consensus here is just anything better than Eakins right now mm-hmm. and I think that just shows how much little faith to no faith that Anaheim fans have in him right yeah yeah for sure um and then uh we had a little bit of an outsider Come in here at VGK Dean, uh, saying, "Would you want him over Gerard Gallant if you could get him?" Um, I replied on the Quack Report saying, mm-hmm. "Personally, no. Like, I would prefer to have Gerard Gallant. I yeah. like him as a coach personally." Mm-hmm. Um, but I said that you know this could lead to today's discussion. So uh, yeah, there was no oh, for sure. Couple, I would
1: I would one hundred percent take Gallant over Wah if given the choice.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, at uh, call me k Hart. uh had actually quote tweeted us and he had a point here he said to all to all y'all saying no two things one he'd be an improvement over eakins which we've i think a lot of people have stressed at this point yeah and b who do you have in mind that's better that would actually come to anaheim not who you like or who you would like to come, but someone yeah. who would actually come to coach here. That's a, that's a he very a, good he's point. A fair point. Yeah. He has a very good point there, honestly. So yeah. because, and- yeah, like with, a, with the way that this team has been going, right? Like for some guys, it might be, yeah, here's my chance to step up into a job or that sort of thing, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, like Dallas Eakins again, right? He had a short stint at Edmonton. It didn't go so well. So it's like, okay, here's another chance for me. Yeah. Um, But, you know, if we're actually trying to, you know, improve, be competitive in that sort of thing, you're going to want a coach who's able to do that and has some pedigree behind him. And how many guys would want to come here right now and, you know, get sat down? All right, your first task for the, like your overall task for the first season is to improve this team from currently 30th spot with 49 games played and 35 points. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, like
1: that's a that's a that's an uphill battle that a lot of coaches very much probably is. don't want to take a chance on. Yeah, especially a guy like Gerard Glant, where he has he does have that success in Vegas, and for mm-hmm. whatever reason he was let go for for whatever differences. Um, were, yeah, we're out there, but it, he's probably not going to want to come to to Vegas or to, sorry to Anaheim. Yeah, like any any team that's looking for a head coach in the offseason, like they're going to want to talk to him. So like we're already kind of at the bottom of the list because we're, we're not that great of a team compared to the other the 29 of the other 31 teams.
0: Mm-hmm. So kind of just off the top of my head, the two guys that are still available that, you know, one could be a return, the other one is like a new guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. You have Bruce Boudreaux who could return to the Anaheim Ducks yeah. and Gerard Gallant, right? Mm-hmm. I think if I if I'm one of those two, the selling – or actually not even the selling point, but the deal breaker for me actually is if Bob Murray is still the GM. Fair enough. Right? Because yep. it's, okay, I can't do what you want me to with what I'm being given by this guy, right? As yep. much as you might try to work it, I feel like it's Bob's way or the highway type deal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like I'm sure like if, you know, Dallas had some input because he does understand, you know, the young guys that are coming up and that sort of thing, right? Right. Even if he said, you know, there was, like, I know, I get he's not a scout, right? He's a coach. But, hey, I played against, you know, like we had these guys playing against this guy in the AHL even, but I think he could help us actually, Yeah. right? Might not be an NHL player, but he might get stuck like a Volkov, in a system yeah. that just isn't able to get him there, right? Mm-hmm. But there hasn't been a whole lot. Like, we've had a couple of minor league deals, but not a whole lot of them really have done anything for us, right? Besides be minor league deals.
1: Yeah, right? I, I'd say the Volkov one is the, the biggest one we've the, had. Yeah, and the and, only and, one,
0: really, that worked really, Yeah, out. the only, like that, yeah. But in that sense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I think that's the deal breaker. But if you're trying to hire a new coach this summer, in a guy like Bruce Boudreaux, or Gerard Gallant, you have to do, I think, what the Toronto Maple Leafs did to get John Tavares to sign in Toronto. And that's sell the players that you have and the players that are coming up, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Your main with, ticket with a plan. Items, you
1: need to have yeah, the plan. A, this is plan our plan as plan. well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But your main ticket items cover in all three different areas of the team. Mm-hmm. John Gibson, a honestly, not trying to be biased, underrated goaltender in the NHL. Top right. five goaltender, easily. And Ducks fans will have like some have been ripping him apart lately, the, and some of it is not fair whatsoever. Yeah. And there's the Ducks fans, you know, that still continue to defend John Gibson because you know he he does the best he can with what he has in front of him, right? Yeah. Like you see it in Montreal as well. You can have Carey Price, the world's best goaltender, but if you don't have anything in front of him, yeah, it's going to be difficult. So you sell on John Gibson, right? You have a guy who you know you can rely on. You just have to find somebody. And I think we have him in Alex Daylock that can pick up some of the pieces every now and then. Back end, you actually have two different guys that you can rely heavily on for the future. Hayden Flurry, Jamie Drysdale, right? You're mm-hmm. like We've been looking at the future, I think, first defensive line,
1: yeah. right? Oh, for sure, so, easily.
0: So there easily. you go. You develop this a little bit, this will help we this will help you win you games. This will help the other guy we just talked about in John Gibson, right? Mm-hmm. And at forward, you have who could be one of the best scorers to come out of the states, potentially, right? Mm-hmm. He he's, he does show some potential to be a great scorer in this league, Trevor Ziegris. Right. Yeah. Sell him on some of those young guys, like the just and like what you have in John Gibson and that sort of thing. And then you have like, you know, the few surrounding cast members, like Max Contois going off, right? This is a guy that still has it hasn't reached his ceiling yet by any means. Right? Mm-hmm. Like he could still score even more, right? Oh, easily. He's needs, not even close
1: just, to his prime. Yeah, yeah. Just
0: needs the help. He's just it, breaking into the league. Right? Give him two or three years. Yeah. Like we have some pieces there we need to finish it and that would be on whoever hopefully the new gm is right Mm -hmm. but i think if to try to get a coach to come here it's okay this is what you could work with and we will work with you to get the last couple of things that you think you might need in order to succeed right yeah same way that anaheim and uh uh why am i blanking right now brian burke had sat down Um, after 2006, and just said, okay, what does this team need? That would be kind of that final piece. And Mm -hmm. it was, I believe it was the coach at the time. Was it Boudreau? If I'm not mistaken, no. Yeah, I I think I believe it. I believe it was he. Okay, now I'm gonna double check this actually because I'm I want to make sure. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Anaheim Ducks 2000. I can't believe I don't remember this off the top of my head right now. Uh, coach Uh, oh Randy Carlisle oh really sorry yeah Randy Carlisle Um, hmm. yeah I thought it was too Um, I believe it was Carlisle if I'm not mistaken who had said Chris Pronger right Mm -hmm. so that's working the upper levels of management and the coaching staff sure enough Chris Pronger got traded to Anaheim from Edmonton and the Ducks won a Stanley Cup in 2007 Right. Yeah. You have to be able to work both ways. To you can't just be a GM. Okay. This is what I'm giving you. Have fun. Make it work. Mm-hmm. Right. It. It's a. It's a two way conversation here. Yeah. And I don't know if really, as much as it might, a little bit have with Murray and Eakins, I don't know if it's enough, really. And that's kind of why we're stuck in this rut. It feels like.
1: Yeah. So. No. For sure. I. I definitely agree. But, but. Um. Just to. Just to quickly tie it back to. The, what we started talking with, and then we'll we'll wrap it up because I think this could be a whole episode in itself. Yeah, uh, right come good. the off season. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, I think Patrick Waugh is an upgrade, and it, it might be all all we could really get. Um, mm. ba- based off the coaches available and who wants to come here. So I think that was a really great point. I don't remember who you said it was, but whoever quote t- quote tweeted us, uh, I think kind of hit the nail on the head there.
0: Uh, it was. Yeah, I'll put it up again. Uh, at Call Me K Hart.
1: Cool. Yeah, no, I, I think yeah. I think they hit the nail on the head there. So Yeah, they really did. So Yeah. Um but yeah, let's uh let's move on to the last couple uh things here. Uh first being upcoming games Friday and Saturday against the LA Kings. Those games both at home at seven PM Pacific time. Um so I mean hopefully it would be nice to get at least one of those. Um so that and hopefully maybe two in the whole four game series it would be really nice to at least go 500 uh, split the series against the kings here but or mini series against the kings here but also the more losses the better at this point yeah really <laughs> so um yeah i guess basically with the, the one game that we've had so far um what what would you change uh or what would you do to try and uh if you were trying to win
0: these next three games against uh the kings here Taking a look at the player usage on NHL Viz, we m- mixed things up a lot. Try to stick with what you know works, we'll just let it ride out, honestly. You're at this point, you're just trying to prolong the inevitable by being eliminated from the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? Let some chemistry actually work out for itself because we, we saw a little bit of chemistry start to get built on different lines. The rest really hasn't. It's been a blender for the entire season. So, mm-hmm. I'd say just you know set lines. If you get a guy injured, that's when you mix it up. Otherwise, leave it. So Fair just enough. yeah, just do with what you have. I guess. Yeah. No,
1: I I agree. I think that's a a good way to go about it. Yeah, like we saw the defense kind of everybody played with everybody an equal amount of time, but that's because we had to run five D. Um, yeah, quite and, and that makes but, sense, right? But among because the forwards, the when you have that much that many guys mixing and, and matching and it's not just, you know, the regular rolling of the lines. It's, uh, yeah. it can be hard to build that chemistry. I mean, Silverberg touched on it a couple months ago that it, it finally felt like they had those consistent lines and then yeah, kind of That was just like two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think that could be, that could be good. It might, you know, it might play into the emotion as well if, that line is staying consistent, and LA's keeping their lines consistent, which we saw in that first game. And you have guys seeing the same guys constantly. Exactly, exactly. You're always out against the same line, and you know, the little shit that happens before the face-off and, and just after the whistle's blown, that, that'll slowly start to build up, and I think build lead into some more emotional games, which I think we would play better in. Yeah. Um, especially with Friday and Saturday being at home, you really do want to give the fans a bit of a show and see like, okay, this is why you should maybe buy some season tickets next year because right now there's very few reasons to
0: actually do that. Yeah. I mean, like, as much as it's nice to have hockey back, it's almost few reasons to go to a game right now. Right? Besides just to be able to go to a game. Right? You're not watching a team that's fighting for a playoff spot right now, or that, you know, is going to lead into playoffs. You can go catch some more games, hopefully type thing, right? Like it's, yeah. you're going honestly for the sake of being able to go to a ducks game right now. So, and Get out maybe of the catch, yeah. <laughs> maybe catch a glimpse of Trevor secrets. If he gets put in the lineup here, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think the lineup has been put out yet. We're about two hours from puck drop. Um I'm interested to see, cause he is on the taxi squad now, yeah. Um but I'm interested to see if he actually gets put in here for, um, you know, more than half the games that we have left because we currently mm. have seven games left. Yeah. So I, I
1: From what I have noticed since we've kind of been talking about it is um, Gibson has been playing um, most of the home games and, and Stellars has been playing the away games. Um, so maybe they're saving Zegers for the home games um, just to kind of mm-hmm. be like that, you, you know, show. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. A piece to show showcase. off. Showcase. Yeah. Showcase. Yeah. Um I wanna say show horse, but I don't think that's a <laughs> show <laughs> Not pony. Quite.
0: Is that, is well, that maybe yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But yeah, a showcase. <laughs> show them off a little bit. Um okay, let's uh let's get into some what's quacking to end off the episode. If you don't have anything else ducks wise that you want to add nothing
0: else. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Alright, so we can either stray into some very weird territory. Okay. Or we can reminisce a little bit first. Which one would um, you like
1: to do? Um let's uh let's get into the uh let's reminisce. I was gonna say let's get into let's the reminisce. weird, but it's always hard to pull it out of the weird. So let's
0: all right. Let's sounds good. So these are just like a couple, you know, like TikTok questions that I came across Uh, so this first one the reminiscing one is from uh, at Nick the goalie underscore one He's a fun follow especially for goaltenders because you uh, he he makes himself up and that sort of stuff And so you just hear him talking and joking around and that it's very much what I like to do as well So I I find entertainment in it, but uh, so I'll, I'll just play the question here, okay? What was your favorite floor hockey memory in PE class?
1: Oh, that's a that's a good, one. That's a good um, one.
0: Do you have one? I do have one. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you go first. Okay, so I think mine was in was in grade nine, and yeah, it was a, the one day in high school I think, like the entire time I was in high school in phys ed classes, that we got to play floor hockey. So you know me, of course. I'm suiting up, like putting on the pads, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And my team's doing okay, um, but you know they're like they're doing great defensively, but can't do anything offensively, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, calculated risk. See if anybody else wants to put on the pads for a little bit. I'll go see what I can do. So sure enough, somebody somebody said, yeah, I'll switch with you. So we swap quick and i go out and score two goals pretty quickly and so we continue on and i'm like you know just i'm just buzzing mm-hmm. stick comes up into the not so nice area <laughs> <laughs> i drop uh-huh. to the ground i'm 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 in a little bit of pain for sure that sort of thing kind of sitting there and just like as i'm about to get up the ball comes back towards me or just like in my general facility, I like kind of like on my knee, kind of standing up, get the puck, roof it, and just walk back to the net. I'm like, give me your gear back. <laughs> Put up a hat trick after getting canned, that I decided to go back in net. So nice, that's a good one. Um, either either that or in elementary school, it was uh, every Friday was like free. Free day Friday basically, but yeah. it became literally half the gym was for floor hockey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The other half of the gym was for anything else. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I remember that. I remember that too. Yeah. And it was always myself as goalie. No pads whatsoever. Our school didn't have any. So it was just basically holding a stick. Yeah. Um, and it was my buddies uh Reed Anderson and Matthew Clement at the time. It was just the three of us. We would play anybody else who wanted to play against us, <laughs> and we won every single fucking game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I bet that was that. Uh, that's kind of similar to my story. Um, but yeah, it, again, it, it was like the one time of the year where the the gym teacher's like, "Fuck it, you guys can play floor hockey. I don't care." <laughs> um, and uh, but he, he was pretty cool. So he it, for the first bit, you know, it was like pretty even, like half and half. Um, and then he picked out, like, okay, there's, there's really only three guys that actually give a shit about floor <laughs> hockey on this team. Uh, no one else really cares, and, and they kind of suck. Um, so he put us three on a team, and then it was the entire rest of the gym class. <laughs> uh, and, of course, you know, those three guys still dominated. Yeah. It was, it was me and a couple other buddies. Just, like, didn't even need a goalie. Like, it was, it was just us dancing around having a good time everyone else not really having <laughs> as good of a time eventually he's like okay this is this was a bad idea and he just takes one of us and pulls us off and so then it was two against the whole rest <laughs> the of the team. whole class yeah and it was like a little bit more fair um <laughs> i believe i was one of the last two or no i think we we could switch i don't really yeah. exactly remember i think we could yeah rotate in and then uh and then he pulled the other guy off. So then it was one against the whole rest of the class. Jeez. And that was that was the only time it was actually competitive. But it's, <laughs> it's it, for some reason, it stand, stands out as being one of the most fun. Mm-hmm. So
0: I had a laugh. I came across a TikTok the other day that was kind of in the same vein of like, you know, we're like the teacher. Okay, we're going to play floor hockey today. Mm-hmm. And then it had just like above all the boys in the class. And it's just showing like NHL highlights, like coming onto the ice and everything like that and ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like thinking back and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It was like gym class, but you're like, this is the show. Let's go.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is my moment to shine. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and uh, I still remember my teacher in grade six was uh, at the time dating, later married uh, Matt Keatley, who was um goaltender for the Mesonet Tigers and then was mm-hmm. a Calgary Flames prospect. Uh, and played for their AHL team. He played one NHL game as well, but um, like I was a big Keatley fan growing up in Medicine Hats, and then so it was cool that, you know, then he was on my favorite NHL team, and then I was being taught by his girlfriend. So she brought him in, actually. Uh, he stopped by during one of those games, and so I asked him for a couple pointers and everything like that, too, and <laughs> it was a lot of fun, so. Yeah, it's good. But I think I got, uh, I had a Flames toque that day, and I got him to sign it, so. I still have that somewhere.
1: Nice. Um, okay. What's your other question?
0: All okay, right. The on. other one is uh, is is definitely strange. This is honestly this is straying into weird territory. That's like Corey and Richie, I think, <laughs> type weird territory. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so, but I I figured it would be funny to ask <laughs> on this show and just to see what we could come up with here. Okay. <laughs> It would, who would be making the most money if all, <laughs> if theoretically all the Disney princesses had an OnlyFans account? <laughs> oh, uh. this was a Stitch, and this guy had said the Little Mermaid because it was half human, half fish. That they, they basically have like a monopoly on a weird interest, like a weird fetish. <laughs>
1: yeah, see, I was thinking that one too, but I don't think there's enough feet in there
0: for it to for yeah, you to really get all, all the the feet sales. Yeah, um, and then like, you're like crossing into bestiality a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with Bell too. I think you got to cross that off the list for being a little bit. A little
0: bit oh, fucky. that's just if Beast is if if uh, if Beast is there, but also that's if he's still Beast or if he's his normal self again. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Um, oh, that's a that's a tricky one. Yeah. I... I don't know. I just brought up the answer. I didn't have a, didn't have a <laughs> you, thought about it. You didn't it. have a thought either. Yeah. It's uh it's also tricky to like now that I'm on the spot, it's like I don't even know any Disney princesses anymore. <laughs> okay, let's let's pull up yeah. a list. I guess here. I guess like, there's Cinderella. I, I don't know. That's uh uh that, that could be some good get some uh good foot fetish um <laughs> revenue in. Hey, we got, to, what I'm is not, Cinderella I'm, sticking her foot in today? flash shoes oh, bananas <laughs>
0: lemon meringue pie oh my God okay so you <laughs> have like Ariel uh Jasmine from Aladdin Princess Aurora from Sleeping Beauty I think uh Bell from Be- from Beauty and the Beast Snow White Rapunzel Mulan uh Pocahontas uh is it Meridi- Mer Merida from oh yeah uh, from Brave yeah. yeah, from Brave. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, but I just know the joke of, like, my mother's a bear. <laughs> um, Cinderella. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's that's a few of them there, so. Um, yeah. I guess you also have, like, the two princesses from Frozen. What are their names again? Anna and Elsa. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, does this count also as uh, what's what's or not what's quacking? Uh, quack report unplucked because it's pop culture. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I guess, but I'm not playing the music because we're talking about <laughs> Disney Princess OnlyFans. So, <laughs> Do um, we play
0: the Pornhub theme to this? I don't know. Do we pay royalties? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I. If, if this we were doing this a week later and I had my drum kit set back up I could uh, I could play play the intro for you but <laughs> save that for another time I I think honestly I think I have to go with Cinderella for, just for the 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 cheap um but I, I think quite frequent uh foot fetish type stuff fetish
0: type stuff yeah I, I feel like
1: that's an underrated porn category you know maybe not underrated but under appreciated undervalued
0: undervalued yeah. Yeah,
1: it's not my thing for sure. But I just know that I feel like there's a lot of people
0: that are out there. (laughs) I feel like it could be Snow White because I think she can cover. I mean, she has to be 18. Uh, According to this, she's only 14, actually, at the time of the story. Oh, oh dear. (laughs) (laughs) But as an 18 year old, I think it would be Snow White because, yeah, it covers a few different categories. God, this is getting so weird. I don't know why I brought this up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What uh a... what, what categories does it... <laughs> I mean, I think you can cover, like, like obviously just, like, teen, okay. like teen stuff, but yep. you can also cover gangbangs and midget porn with... I, that's not politically correct. I is, I'm so sorry there. Uh, <laughs> but you can cover those two just with the seven dwarves alone. Yeah. Um, maybe some Bukkake in there if you really want to go that far. But oh, like, God. <laughs> there's
1: a I, I guess, yeah. I think
0: you could cover with Snow White, so I think you could get a lot of revenue in that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean...
0: Yeah, I feel like I we guess. need to ask Cory and Richie this question now. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, definitely, definitely.
0: definitely. I,
1: I, I want to make this a clip so that you can tag them in it, but I, I, I don't <laughs> think I should. <laughs> I think we should just invite them on be, and remember yeah. to ask them next time.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think we should. Or I'll just send them a tweet and just say, "Hey, for your Sunday episode, we want you to answer this question."
1: Yeah. <laughs> um go, so yeah, I think that's a good a good one, but also going back to Cinderella, I, I think we, <laughs> like if you take take out like the whole princess at the ball sort of aspect, like her, I guess her day job is is just cleaning and yes,
0: yeah, yeah. so I guess so she got like the hot maid.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and like, you know, the I, I don't know. I feel like there's the the people that are into a a dirty woman, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and sweaty and you know, you can also sell sell other things, you know, like undergarments. <laughs> and I, I feel like they uh, that she's got that market pretty locked down as well. If a uh, Oh man, I've been cleaning chimneys for the last week <laughs> and I haven't changed my underwear. Here you go. No, I feel Jesus so Christ. weird talking about this because now I can't watch any Disney movies. But no,
0: not the same again. Uh, I feel like Belle's got like almost like the hot secretary vibes to her, like the hot librarian. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. I feel like Jasmine, just because like she's legitimately not to say that the others aren't, but like I feel like Jasmine from Aladdin is the most actual princess, Disney princess. So that's just straight up fantasy. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I'm kind of so I mean I guess it makes sense cuz she's the chieftain's daughter but I was kind of surprised actually to see Pocahontas as listed as a Disney princess but I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Um Mulan is obviously your your Asian um stuff and I guess maybe some of that royal fantasy as well I guess because her yeah. dad is a lord I think or something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, she plays she plays a guy pretty well too. So you could also yeah. cover the the gay point there if you wanted.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, I think we're gonna stop that conversation. <laughs> not, not to say I don't want to talk about that, but we're we're really getting out there with all yeah, this.
1: <laughs> I I agree. I honestly I was gonna stop at about four minutes ago, uh, but but here we are.
0: So <laughs> oh, okay, back at it more, with the one, one more. Uh, was it, sorry from Brave Merida. I feel like that's some BDSM right there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we're moving on. Nate, where can they tell you about all their Disney princess fetishes?
0: (laughs) Oh, please not. At least in public, if you have to DM me at Tate novice, T a T E N H O M A S. (laughs) Uh,
1: Also, maybe uh, a better spot to do that would be at quack report pod. um, (laughs) If you, if you wanted to, Uh, you can also check out uh, at hockey pod net on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. That's where we live stream all our stuff as well. And you can follow myself at Carter underscore pots, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. I think that's about it. We'll uh, see you guys Sunday for the live stream to wrap up the LA Kings miniseries. And yeah, I guess go Ducks go. So cut last 15 minutes of episode.